assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back to the Unexpected Podcast. This is KP, the voice of perspective. And I'm Reese Boogie, Mr. Outside, Mr. Handsome, Mr. Fifth Ward himself, Mr. Everything. You know what I'm talking about? Then know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that age time. <laughs> that's the age time. <laughs> uh, what's been going on? I like the shoes, the drip. I'm saying thank you. I you know, see you. I've been drippy for a mighty long time. Oh I think God. I came out the womb drippy. <laughs> But uh, ain't nothing been going on. You know, I've been starting my clothing line, and that's been mm-hmm. kind of booming for me lately. In the past three weeks, I have sold a ton of shirts, and I'm so proud of, you know, the, the position I'm in with that. Explain your clothing line. Uh, Black Karma is – I came up with Black Karma because karma, when black folks in the neighborhoods are growing up, they always thought of karma being a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I always say karma, you always think of you going to do bad or get bad mm-hmm. reactions. But me, I know a lot of people that's doing good because if you look up the word karma, it says something good before they even talk about anything negative. Mm. And I know a lot of black people that's entrepreneurs and do a lot in the communities and neighborhoods and work and do a lot for, you know, family and friends. So I wanted to do black karma. So that's where the black karma came from. Black people that's doing good. You know what I'm saying? Support me. Karma definitely can be good. So what you put into the world that's right. good, you get back. You, you're always going to get it back. back. And that's that's that's, that's where it all up. came from. So, what about with you? I see you got the boot on. You're doing <sighs> it with your boot this week. I'm doing it with my boot this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to go play basketball. And then I heard like a little pop or something. Right. Pain at the back of my legs. So, but the good news is it's not a rupture. It's just a pull. Or strain, so I'll just be in the boot for another couple of weeks. But after that, we'll so when was the last time you played? Before you played this Ooh, last time, about I want to say like outside of just shooting in the gym, but really playing Uh-oh. like eight years. Eight years, yeah. and no stretching, no warm up. I did stretch. The crazy thing is, I particularly stretched my Achilles, right? And that ended up being the thing that I injured. So. You ever had problems with it before that? No. I never had an injury for real. Yeah. So this is for the birds. That's tough. <laughs> I'm cross my fingers, cause I ain't never had a real one either. But that's tough. Like yeah. literally, I'm moving slower. I'm I'm having a hard time with it. But it's like sit you down. Sort your age. Sit down, huh? Is it something to do with your age? You think you getting low? No, I just feel like <laughs> I should have stayed in 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 um, in shape, Are you so sh- I wouldn't putting as much strain on my body. Because I could have stayed in shape, you know. But did y'all team at least win? Yeah, we did. I good. went down the second game. I was like, dang. And then they was like, you good? All right, check up. <laughs> I was like, y'all ain't shit. After you went down? <laughs> yeah. Did you continue to try like, to play? Oh, she probably got a cramp. I was like, no, nah, this ain't no cramp. Oh, so you ain't continue to try is. to play? No. Oh, okay. That's good. But, yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to take it slow the next time, though. Just kind of. Get back into it. Yeah. But what's been going on? <sighs> Nothing. I just started basketball back too. Mm. You know, it's been a minute since I played since the pandemic, but you know, I, I feel my age. Oh, shit. Yeah, you feel it? <laughs> I woke up next morning, that body was killing me. <laughs> I ain't lying. From your first game? Shit, and second, because the second game I had to play a whole 40 minutes. Mm. You know, we ain't had no subs, so. Oh, yeah. I can't run like that no more. Mm. But, well, this week I know that there was some um, Cam Newton was getting some 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 feedback and some some flack, flack, some flack. from 
women, um, I think he was basically saying, you know, like, hey, women have to know when to be quiet. Right. They want to be bosses, but they don't know when to be quiet and all that type of stuff. Or bad bees. And- or they don't know how to cook. They- he went into a whole, like, little rant about women. Yeah. I think he had a bad experience, though. What you think? I think if he was coming from more of a different place, you know, like, first, let me start with, I feel like it's um, a skill that we all need to learn. Right. Uh, knowing when to be quiet. Right. Right. And so even if we. So you agree with him? I do. Okay. But let me kind of take it back. Right. And not necessarily just women. We yeah. all need to, but I'll get into women in a little bit. But um, even if you look at it from the perspective of our foundation, right? right. We talked about our foundation um, on our first, real first episode. Um, but if you went to church, if you knew, you know, the word in the Bible, in the good book, it says, all. it lists all these um times when you should be silent right. right so they talk about um you know when you, basically when you don't have nothing good to say about somebody when you know it's going to leave a bad impression right. um when you um know you're about to lie you know when you know yeah. like don't just be out there talking just to talk and hear yourself talking you know what i mean or to be the center of attention Right. So like I think a lot of times that's what happens. And so even if they're going through emotions, whether they're mad at you, they're, you know, just somebody is like wanting attention or whatever. Right. Like I feel like that's when they start like really, you know, showing their true colors. Um, but the, the Bible says like, look, if you learn how to guard your tongue and your words, it'll save you from a lot of trouble. <laughs> Um, and so even outside of the Bible, I know some, sometimes people think it's like an old way of thinking, but I think it's very important for now we're going into ladies. I think just being a lady myself, I feel like it is very important to maintain that is it kind of gracefulness. No. So I think he said that because he might have learned how to navigate communicating because of his platform right Right. like so he can't just say anything you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so him dating somebody that's always just like ah it's almost like yeah you gotta learn this art too because i can't take you nowhere if you don't know how to shut up you know (laughs) like or listen i'll be a boss right and so i think that the most important part of a of being able to communicate or talking or speaking is listening really because if you're not answering the question, <laughs> I, you know. I, I know he was talking about too, as far as like a lot of women want to be married, they want a man, they want this and that. Yeah. But you don't know how to, you know, listen. You don't know how to listen. Yeah, you don't know how to take care of a household. Yeah. You don't know how to do all of this and that, but you saying that you're ready to be married, you want a man. That's what I took from it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that goes along with learn uh choosing your battles. And yeah. so we both Men and women have to learn that, but but just speaking from his experience, his experiences with women, so he's right. just saying 
Come on, women. Sometimes but there's a lot of women that's out here making the same amount of money or more than men now. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them feel like they have a lot to say and they not going to shut up or they not going to be quiet and let a man step over them if they feel like they have something to say or, or input and as I well. Don't, I don't necessarily think that that's what Cam was saying either, though. Mm. You know, like, I feel like he was just speaking from his experience and saying, like, I really, I really feel like he was probably like, yeah, like, of course, a woman should you know, speak her mind as every time you say something, it should mean something, right. whether it's a purpose, you inspiring somebody, whether it's like you educating somebody, whatever. So every time you speak should be for a purpose, not just out here. Oh, I'm a bad B, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's what he was talking about. So I feel like it wasn't necessarily just like a downgrading women. It's just more of that his experiences with women. So he's just saying that, some women need to be able to. Right, I kind of went through that, that though. Uh, yeah. Just talking to someone and I'm telling them how I feel or how my day going, or you know, just little things, and they just go straight into, well, you need to do more of this or you need to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I'm just coming to you to listen to me, mm -hmm. but you ready to fire off, and I don't need that right now. I just need yeah. you to listen. So I know he was kind of talking about that too. A lot of people they want to kind of control the narrative of everything. Mm -hmm. When I don't need you to control, I just need you to listen right now. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Mm. And like I said, it's it's constant work. It's skills that need to be developed, like especially listening and comprehension skills. Like right. I feel like right now, since people are so impatient, um, I think that's a hard uh, barrier to cross because, you know, people are impatient. They want to get their point across. They want their emotions to be heard. Right. In the meantime, you're not hearing your part. I think a lot of things have to do with how the world has evolved too, with giving so many so much platform to speak their mind. I feel like they have something to say. Like mm. you, you can't you can't shut me up now. You can't. It's so many movements and so much this yeah. and that. But and a lot of them are needed. However, you know when it comes down to like things that aren't your business, things that you don't have all of the facts for, right. things that you're just <clears throat> making assumptions for, you know, all of that stuff. Look, it's like, do you really need to comment on that? Like, yeah. will it make a difference in this situation? I don't think you ever need to comment on everything, yeah. especially if it ain't got nothing to do with you, if it ain't your business. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if I ain't asked you too many questions, I don't need you giving me too many answers. And I think that's where it comes from. We always revert back to the new age social media, mm -hmm. you know, like everybody's lives are publicized, publicized and people got something to say about everything. And so learning how to like control that or guide that or even if you don't, if you do comment, making it purposeful. But he was right, though, about a lot of women. I know how to cook, though. I, hey, that, that's, I don't know anything that's a fact. about that. Like, just me dating in these past two years. I probably met like three people that really know how to cook. You know so, what I'm saying? Reese, do you know how to cook? No, nah, I don't know how to cook. <laughs> how I do don't you know how to cook. But that, that ain't what we talking about. <laughs> We're not talking about me knowing how to cook. We talk about Cam Newton and he said women don't know how but to cook. But cooking is such a life skill. Right. So I, even I know if how you to survive. Do date a <laughs> most men know how to survive, yeah, right? I'm like they survive. were like, they know a good two or three things that they could throw together. Tacos. Mm -hmm. Some chicken. Right, and I don't eat that much. I and don't maybe go get some wings time. or something. I don't know. But but I feel like that's a life skill that we all need to have. Even if you're not the best cook, at least like polish it up. Because I'm I guarantee you, like once you get into 
you know, a serious relationship and she's working also. Right. She's not going to want to cook every day. I, I've been in a serious relationship. I've stayed with one before and I didn't expect them to cook it. That ain't my story. But like, I don't mind if you really can't cook. I'm just saying I, have met, I haven't met too many people that mm. really know how to cook. I haven't met too many people that know how to cook. It's a lost art. Mm. Maybe because the, the, finding these the mothers are getting younger. Mm-hmm. They partying a lot more. Like mm-hmm. they not having hey, Sunday. Yeah. They not having Sunday dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true, though. Uh, I think they not that sitting was around the table no more. Yeah, you know, that was such, that was such a staple in the black community. Right. Like coming together at the dinner table and really catching up and being around family. You don't see people doing that no more. Right, they, Unless see. it's like a holiday or something. I just I think it's a lost art. Yeah. Yeah. And then the grandmothers and the mothers was handing down recipes and right. making sure they ain't knew. no more recipes. Everybody is going on TikTok. I got recipes. I ain't gonna now, lie, man. Huh? Hold on now. I, I, I met somebody. She said I get all my recipes off TikTok. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, she, I can't she judge. Basic, nah, I ain't judging either. Cause at least she was trying to cook. <laughs> right? She but, trying. Yeah, but she definitely was learning how to cook off TikTok. You mm, know, so that's interesting. Yeah. So I don't have a TikTok, so I don't know. You ain't really got too much. Of you still, you still old school. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for tuning in. If you're tuning in, go ahead and share our live and let them know <laughs> we on. <laughs> but, right. but okay. So the other thing was. Hold on, before you get in, I want to talk about this. Okay, it's off topic a little bit. But I seen a story this week. I don't know if you've seen it. Where a, a couple got married for five hundred dollars. Yep. You seen that? What mm-hmm. you think about that? Hey, do what you got to do. Because yeah. it made, like, headlines and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. A lot of people had some positive stuff. I don't think people. it should have made headlines. I just feel like, it I mean. It was all on the news channels. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, it was all over the place. And everybody thought it was, like, this huge taboo. Right. You know, like, oh, my gosh, $500, that's it? Look, people go to the courthouse every day. <sighs> like, $500, you spent $47 on your dress. Uh, you parked on the side of the road and put up a little prop. That's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. do what makes it don't make sense. I think it always works. I think it always supposed to works. Whatever makes that couple happy, because mm-hmm. that's who got to deal with it. That's who got to deal with the funds. That's who got to go on the trips after it. Because a lot of people want short weddings now so they can go take a good, a good trip. Uh, uh, but also, I think the biggest thing that they were commenting on was um, that. They made their guests pay for their meals at the reception. Right. If I'm coming to celebrate my friend, but I, think they, I don't have a problem with paying for my meal. And I'm pretty sure the guests knew before they got there they had right. to pay. So, But I'm just like, what gives you the entitlement to suggest that, oh, that's wrong. And you per- shouldn't make no gifts off, pay was, at your wedding. Like, you doing them a favor. Y'all coming to celebrate our love. It was, a, <laughs> it was off the side of a cliff anyway. So and that's a beautiful I'm, I'm pretty sure that the only people that came was close friends, close family exactly. that knew the love bond and the situation that they had going on. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with the wedding. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't want a $500 wedding, but I definitely agree with the when wedding. When you start looking at stuff and you're going to see how much it so adds you, you up, you're going to want a $200 wedding. You're going to be wedding. like, you know what? <laughs> that $500 wedding does not sound bad. Say, let's go to that courthouse. <laughs> Absolutely. We ain't like, got to spend five. Babe, let's go to the courthouse and eat some crawfish after. Like, that's where we at with yeah. it. <laughs> I done been to extravagant weddings and they got divorced in like a year. Exactly. And you spent $30,000. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I went to two of them in the past few years, and they got divorced in like a year and a half, two years after they got that married. After they just spun sad. like forty thousand dollars. That's sad. Then I went to a wedding that was in the backyard, and they still happily married. Because at this point, it don't matter. Like at that point, where you spending thirty and forty thousand dollars, you performing for other people. Right. Like, what do y'all want? What do y'all need? It do y'all have that down payment life. for that house? Do y'all yeah. have like y'all debt paid off? Savings. Like, the stuff that's gonna actually matter, like that's. Are what you gonna have extravagant wedding? Because you know you coming up. No, soon. but we out of here. Yeah. We taking a trip. A destination wedding. Yep. Yeah. That's good too, cause that limits. It's cheaper. That limits the people too that trying to get there. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, again, similar to that couple, like we're we're interested in making sure that our the people that we truly love and truly it's love us are there. Yeah. Um and everybody's there for good vibes, support, and then everybody's taking a vacation there because forty thousand dollars for just one day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. When that's you could take a whole trip for several days, and you can shit, you can down to take your your family for forty thousand. Exactly, you can pay for <laughs> yeah, everybody's pay for all inclusive for resort for forty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. You can rent out the whole dog and y'all and y'all can be there a week. And enjoy mm-hmm. the vibe. So I yeah. agree. You know, mm-hmm. as I was young, I wanted a, a big extravagant wedding. But as I didn't got older, I ain't even got that many friends no more. You know, it, <laughs> it didn't trickle down. So yeah, it'll be a little smaller now. What about um, there was another trending topic: uh, the teacher that slapped the eight-year-old <laughs> for spitting on him. Though that's the key point. What you think? What would you do in that situation? An eight-year-old. Probably being, you know, unruly, and they just walk up to you, spit on you. Uh, well, the field I work in, I deal with juveniles and young kids and stuff like that, and we learn how to restrain and put our hands on people mm-hmm. certain ways. But I probably wouldn't have slapped them because I got a lot of training working with kids. Yeah. But I definitely would have grabbed them and but the made crazy sure thing he was is, all right. As a teacher. You're not trained for right. They, yeah, they, they don't go through that, and they should be, mm-hmm. especially what goes on in these classrooms now with them getting punched. They had like a whole, what it was, what the trend, the trend when they were punching, punching teachers, teachers. trying to knock teachers out. They definitely should go through some type of restraint, yeah, program to defend themselves or just learn how to control their anger. Cause we go through all that dealing with juveniles. Yeah, they teach you how to control everything that you and going through. And diffuse the situation. Yeah, and um. Yeah. But I don't know, man. If I was in the teacher's shoes and I haven't had the training and I had the fifth ward in me, I don't care if you was two <laughs> or 52 and you spit We're on me. The kids. That's disrespectful. That's that's the first sign of disrespect you spit on somebody. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I will say that is assault by mm-hmm. law, spitting on somebody. So I understand that the kid is eight year old, eight years old. But that kid also needs to learn a lesson that if you assault people, they're going to assault you back. Yes, it was an adult. He should have had a little more restraint. Restraint. But you can't necessarily say, like, to the kid. Now, I will say maybe they should have done, like, a little scary tactic. Like, oh, spitting is assault. Like, if I'm getting arrested, you getting arrested, maybe let him go. But you but know I, what I mean? I don't think the teacher even thought about it. Because in, that, it in a, a moment of being spit on, you never you know how you're going to react. 
Mm-hmm. Like I say, you don't know how old they are to how, how young they are. If somebody spit on you and you know they maliciously spit on you on Ooh. purpose and walked off, you don't and know how you're going to during COVID. Right. <laughs> right. During COVID, <clears throat> you don't know if that teacher has like autoimmune deficiencies. Man, I didn't like... miss some, I didn't miss some, some terrible eights. I didn't miss, <laughs> I got an 11 year old right now at the job. He's, he's at another level. Yeah. Like disrespectful, don't oh, care. Trust me. Hmm. You know, it's just so you just oh never know. If he spit on me, I don't know. You know, I would hope that I can restrain at that moment, but I might have had a bad you day. You never been spit on? I ain't never been, I've been nothing. Spit on. I've been there 60 years. I ain't been spit on, punched, kicked, none of that. Well, I've been spit at. Yeah, I ain't never been none of that. I had somebody act like they was gonna spit on me. Now the worst one was because we gotta watch the restrooms when they go in the restroom so they won't have fights. He go to use the restroom. He washed his hands, but I don't know he washed his hands, but he came out and he acted like he was going to throw like piss off his hand. Oh, on me. yeah. And boy, I, <laughs> I grabbed him, though. You know what I'm saying? Real quick. He didn't even do it, but I grabbed him. And, you know, I had to restrain myself from that situation because that situation could have got bad. He was like, nah, I wash my hands. I wash my hands. <laughs> but I was ready to lose it all today. I was ready Look, to go. You're I not for to throw no piss on me. Too. I will say, like, that juvenile and RTCs and psychiatric hospitals, that is something else. And I don't want to hear anything about somebody not being able to restrain, uh, de-escalate, all of that stuff as a police officer. When these workers don't have no guns, no tasers, no handcuffs, no nothing, like, they, they out here just using their mouthpiece. To de-escalate situations. Yeah, they, we even go through them. that training. It's called uh, talk down, not take down. Yeah. You know, to teach us not to put our hands That's on everybody. That's the training that the police officers need to do. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, they, they're in a different field, though. You know, they, they are. And I'm not saying every yeah. situation needs to just be like, oh, drop the gun. Let me talk to you. You know what right. I mean? But <laughs> when it comes down to them, like, Showing up to a place where there's no weapons involved, there's no volatile behavior to really just be able to talk to people instead of like heightening the. What I think is going to happen with the kid, though, in that situation, because the the uh, everything went towards the teacher now. Mm-hmm. So the, the spotlight is not on the kid who spit no more. Mm-hmm. The spotlight is on the reaction mm-hmm. of the teacher. You know, you play sports. You know, you hit the person with the elbow, boom, and then he hits you with the elbow back. The ref catch the second elbow, but he didn't catch yours. So he going to get the tick, and you're going to be able to walk away free. Yeah. Same thing with that kid. He wind up getting away free because the teacher reacted wrong. And he's supposed so. to be the adult in the situation. Right. Adult don't man shit. I mean, they're both still human. Right. That's what so I'm saying. they should definitely have consequences for the child. You know? Shit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it's... Is what about the kid that uh they say he was like twelve or eight, something like I can't remember. That stole out the store. You seen that story lately? Oh yeah. And the police grabbed him and threw him in the back of the police car. So that's, that's traumatizing for a a child. Um for uh, a bag of chips. I hear y'all. I, I hear everybody. It. But is it? It is. If you if you it absolutely is. Or as you I'm I don't think the I don't know. I'm not saying they're right or wrong, but it's definitely traumatizing for a kid. It might be in a good way. It could be. Yeah, it might teach his ass or, not to go in the store still no more. Or, yes, or, 
Um, but, I don't think the police but no, could. because they were wrong for slamming him on the ground, though. I, don't, I ain't hear slam. I heard they snatched him off the bike. I saw him snatch him off the bike, but they ended up putting him on the ground. Right. That's a little bit too much. Like, I understand the scare straight tactics, you know, right. putting him in handcuffs. Are you going to do it again? I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to take you. Just, you know, that type of right. stuff. But really roughing him up, though, like, I don't know. I just got a different view. And like I because said, because you work, I in work, the I work with them, and these kids don't give a damn about that. That he, all that police kid did all that to that kid, and he'll go right back out there the next day and do something else I because agree. nothing happened to him. Or, so, I mean, it just depends. You can react two different ways to each situation. I know they want to make it a black and white thing, you know. Um, I don't necessarily think that's the case. I mean, I think we're tuned. What's the dude name on in? Instagram that's always talking about this black power for everybody that's going uh -huh. on? Sean King or Oh Sean. So Sean had a whole map of bike making it a race thing. Okay, but what state was that in? Do you remember? I do. He keeps I can't a right track now. of like It was Syracuse. Know. Whatever Syracuse at. Syracuse Police Department. So whatever that's at. I know that's the East Coast though. It ain't too far from like New York and all that type of stuff. I think that's close to where he is. Is it New York? Yeah, yeah. Right. I just I think his more stance is wrong or right. Yes, he's pro black, but he's also been traumatized by the police. He talks about how he got hemmed up and slammed and all this other stuff wrongfully beat up literally. But I have police. too, though. I got stories to tell, but, but I ain't going I don't hate the police, though. It is, but I still know right from wrong. But you get anxiety too, though, and that's not about right and wrong in this, in that sense. But the trauma sense is like you are literally like every time you see a police officer, when you if you do all this, that's trauma. I had a police. Of I had a police <laughs> choke me out and put me to sleep, and I ain't. I'm I'm just built. I ain't, but what? Why? It was a. It, you want to share? You I mean, I can't. I used to fight a lot in the clubs, and uh, bouncer came by and he bumped me, and because he was going to another altercation, I'm like, damn, don't bump me. So me and him got into like a verbal a verbal altercation, mm. and before me and him can do anything, the police came up behind me and put me in a chokehold and carried me out of the club till I fell asleep. You know, but mm. shit, I still go out. I ain't traumatized by the police as far as that. I mean, but you know, in that sense, you like, all right, I was trying to fight. I wasn't trying to fight. I tell a nigga don't disrespect me because you the bouncing on me. You can walk around this bitch and 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 push people around. Lord. That's just how I feel. Like, how old are you? Probably like twenty six. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah. Shit, I just had a fight with the bouncer in two thousand nineteen at that address. Yeah, he touched well, me. Told to me to put a face mask on. See, that's what I'm saying. He told me I was eating. In right? you 2019? When the pandemic was going on. Like, I think they had... It started in 2020, right? No, it started in 19. It was... All right, well, it was 2020. It was 2020. Yeah, you're right, 2020. It was like October 2020, though. When they okay. first started kind of lifting everything, letting people go back outside yeah. again. But you had to have a face mask on, not unless you was eating or drinking or something like that. Mm. So went to the address, got a hookah, ordered some food. I'm eating a quesadilla. But he is dark. They had it like dark in this, and it was nighttime. So he's standing like a little bit by the door. And he tell me to put my face mask on. And I'm like, I'm eating. But I guess he couldn't see me. I'm like, I'm eating. So he he before I can get, I'm eating out the second time, he rushed over and like grabbed me. So we get into a whole scuffle, start fighting, hit the floor and all that type of stuff. We get put out. Well, I, you know, I get put out. We go out there. He come out there lying, talking about, 
I was being disrespectful and all that type of stuff. So I punched him in his face in front of the law, man. Once again, I got slammed on the ground for okay. defending myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm always defending myself. I'm never the starter, but I'm definitely going to finish it. But defusing the situation, no. if you had to redo that, what would you do? i do the same thing. Really? Because he put his hands on me. As a man, okay. what are you putting your hands on me for? We can have a conversation f about a fucking face mask yeah. before you come put your hands That's on true. me. So I'm going to do the same thing every time. It's a power The dude thing. in the club that bumped me, don't bump me. And then when I tell you, like, damn, I, you bumped me. All he got to do is say, my bad. He turned around and started bucking. Like, what? No, nah, mm. nah, I don't do that. Mm. That when I was fifth wall reach, though. I ain't fifth wall reach no more. You're not fifth wall reach. You miss I, outside. I don't want no smoke from none of you niggas outside. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm good now. Oh my goodness. But yeah, one thing, you'll never guess what I got in the mail today. What's that? A deal though. Our first fan mail. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, from the fan? a friend and supporter. Um, you know, it was a shirt with my picture on the back and our picture on the back, unexpected podcast. That's I was dope. like, I started to bring it today, but um, shout out to So Sweet Sammy on Instagram. Yeah, and shout out to Cece hey, too. Girl. I forgot to say that. Shout out to Cece. I don't know if you're watching, yeah. but I was outside the club and she passed by and she rolled down the window and I didn't know who she was. And she said, <laughs> I watch your podcast. And that meant a lot to me though. So that means we're doing something right. You know, Thank the people are tuning in. Thank you for joining in. Thank yeah. you for the love and support. We appreciate every single one of y'all. Just remember, watch what comes out your mouth. Because once it's out, you never can get it back. And man, for the folks that are out there that's working with these kids and these juveniles or whatever, just try to be the adult in all situations. Try to think before your actions because that man was about to retire and he lost his job. Mm. And now you got to go to court and deal with all that madness. It's just over eight-year-old yeah. kids. So just watch what you do in these schools and these kids. So to me, just re restrain yourself at all times. And to that, we, we out. out. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah.